0: What? WWE kicked off their SmackDown Live UK tour in Newcastle this past Sunday. Will Ospreay retained the Refro UK Undisputed Heavyweight Championship as Aussie Open joined his United Empire. Pete Dunne signs a new contract with WWE NXT. Zack Sabre Jr. wins his opening match of the G1 Climax against Tetsuya Naito. Cara Noir faces Marius Alani for the WXW Unified World Championship this Saturday. Paige has once again hinted at making an in ring return. British legend Martin Kirby did make his in ring return. Wrestle Carnival, Carnival on a, uh, matches, two star streaming on ROH week by week this week, and Catch Pro Wrestling agree a deal, deal with Powered 4. TV. Hello everybody and welcome to Tea and Tights, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling. I am your host, the great British taku, Mr. Andrew Moore, and Tamose. This is featured on Bodyslam.net and I am joined as always by the pro wrestling t-shirt championship of, uh, pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world. I don't know right yet. Big Danny Dan, Daniel <laughs> What are we doing? I've (sighs) lost it. I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm good. We don't cut back and re-edit. This is it. It goes out raw. (laughs) I messed up. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Key and Tights. We've got a huge show. It is quite big. It is. We've got lots of news. We've got huge reviews. Lots of them. We've got a roundup of all the latest in the British wrestling world. But, you know, how things with you anyway, Daniel?
1: Um, things are okay. I've been rushing forwards and backwards between home and Norfolk. I've just started college and it was my birthday. So all in all, I've had a busy old week.
0: Mm. Happy birthday, Big Daddy Dan. I hope you got a nice pro wrestling T-shirt.
1: I did not yet, but there is one on order. Ooh. And it's a hoodie and it's from Craps Apparel. Grab the pair away.
0: Uh, which is it? You just got the what? What are you going for?
1: I've gone plain.
0: Ah, okay. The nice, grab t-shirts. They are classic and uh, very, very, very comfortable. I got a new yeah, program. I got a new pro wrestling t-shirt this week. Show me your new pro wrestling t-shirt. It is the Demon King, the evolution of the Demon King, Simbalo. I like it. I was recently at the WWE UK Tour Smackdown Live kickoff show this Sunday in Newcastle.
1: Nice segue.
0: It was. I thought it was a really good segue. Uh, and it was a really good show. In fact, it was great. I had uh absolute blinding time over there. I sat in nosebleed seating, but had perfect view. Absolutely no obstructions, the distance, you could see everything 100% clearly. For the price I paid for that seat, I am literally really happy with what I got. So can I ask you how much you did pay for that seat? Uh, the nose bleed section of the crowd cost £30, free zero, 30 £30. £30. How much was your front row ticket for Wrestle Carnival? Can you remember? Uh, Front row with Mm -hmm. VIP, which included photos with the guys,
1: £25. Can I point out the fantastic value and, in my opinion, slightly better quality of wrestling available from British independent shows?
0: Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. To be honest, I was really, I was first taken aback about some of the prices. And then I was mm. taken back even further when I realised that people willing to pay these prices. The front row VIP, for, for for all you people, if you'd like to know, is £320. £320. And there's a lot of front row seats. £120. And yes, there's a lot of front row seats, and it doesn't guarantee you front row. And to be honest, uh, if you're in the back row of those front row seats, your voice view line is obscured by everybody that is sacking in front of you. As the actual nosebleed seats are all staggered. And so are the next tier down, actually, thinking about it. Uh, and, yeah, it was... So We'll get into it in real, but the crowd size was about... I would have estimated anywhere between 1,800 people to 2,000 people. It's just just a guess, an estimate, uh, based on some things that I found out about the uh, stadium, which was the Stadium utilit- utilita, yes, in Newcastle. And uh great venue, uh, as I say, great uh, show all around. Uh, it kicked off with the Street Profits uh, defeating Alpha Academy. Uh, of course, a very fun tag team match. The Street Profits are really, really good at what they do. They're very athletic, uh, very sports entertainment. Alpha Academy. I'm a big fan of Alpha Academy, although I haven't really been keeping up to date with SmackDown. I like the idea of the group of uh, varsity wrestlers, actual wrestlers, people who actually wrestled in high school and universities, uh, like Otis and Chad Gable. But it was a great opening match. You know, typical WWE tag team layout, which the Street Profits came were able to win. Baron Corbin came out. Oh, sorry. Happy Corbin, as he is now known. I I don't know when this happened. Last time I was watching, he was still king.
1: He went to Las Vegas and had a good time. Yeah, apparently. And uh, apparently
0: he's now used to eating... Wago beef and not what he's getting served in Newcastle. Excuse me, Aberdeen Angus beef is bloody beautiful. It's not the same. Okay, yeah, I know. But you know what they do over there? Look, if there's a reason, you know, they look after those gals. That's why they're worth so much. <laughs> uh, but Kevin Owens came, or, uh, came out and uh, it's a good match. Typical, again, WWE layout. Owens starts dominant. Corwin takes over. Owens comes back, hits the stunner, wins the match. Next up uh, it was actually, first of all, it was Ray and Dominic Mysterio against Rude and Ziggler, to which Seth Rollins came out and caused Zude and Rick, you know, get a disqualification. But Finn Balor was having absolutely zero of it. And he came down to the ring and suddenly it was a six-man tag and Finn Balor and the Mysterios came away with the win. Uh, good first match, good second match, overall good match, just uh, WWE. We then had our intermissions break at that point because, you know, we're British, we can't sit still for more than an hour without having an intermission. I'm going to ask you something about that one So. Sort of, Finished up, uh, of course, and then uh, next up was Intercontinental Champion, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I wasn't aware he was the Intercontinental Champion until he came out with the Intercontinental Championship. He's also King Nakamura, he is also King, but I think they dropped that because he's now the Intercontinental Champion, so they kind of it's. WWE, and uh, so he came out and defeated Apollo Crews, uh, Drew McIntyre, who was very surprised to see because I thought he was on Raw. Has there been a draft that I'm not aware of? Not the
1: best of my knowledge.
0: And I also thought Jinder was on Raw. So anyway, uh, yeah, they had a Newcastle Street fight which basically meant there was one kendo stick, one chair and a table, all under the ring. There was nothing Newcastle about the street fight whatsoever. No, 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 like traffic cone or No bottle of Nuki Brown? No bottle of Nuki Brown. Have they ever been in a Newcastle street fight, right? (laughs) You know, you need a kebab shop window somewhere. (laughs) 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 Anyway, uh... Which Drew McIntyre one. I don't know if you're getting a picture right now uh, of what, what happened during the entire thing. Then Becky Lynch took on uh, Bianca Belair. No matter what Becky Lynch tried to do, they would not boo her. Just uh, They just loved Becky Lynch and uh, poor Bianca. They should, Bianca herself did not get booed. They just kind of refused to cheer her. <laughs> Even though I, I tried to encourage some EST chants, none of it. Uh, my my beautiful fiancé, on the other hand, uh, managed to start a Shinsuke Nakamura chant, so... Ooh, well done. She, she, she went, Nakamura, clapped their hands, and then somebody else went, Nakamura, and then it started to spread around the entire stadium. Ooh. And that was really cool. I, I, I spent all night trying to get one guy, and she got one guy, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Typical. Anyway, uh, it was, as I say, great, great fun. The crowd was sent home happy because I don't know if you, if you didn't realise, basically every face went over bar Becky Lynch. But of course, Becky Lynch was going to win.
1: On it's a fun. house show. Who'd have thought it?
0: Yeah. Literally everyone was sent home happy. Uh, there was the hotel. I was staying up, There were several people who weren't been at the show. So, you know, I managed to go around and, uh, some people talk to some families or you know just really really enjoyed the show and especially with some of the younger families i thought i tried to ask them about and he's sort of like oh do you know any about british wrestling well there's british wrestling hmm. and that's the disappointment and we're gonna get into it. so actually before we get into that what's the deal with the hour break in wrestling you know
1: is
0: it, is it is more the merch? Are, are you sure it's a, Well, yeah, they, I mean, they had the merch thing, but uh, my partner and I discussed whether it was the
1: whole theatre aspect of No, the, it is literally that's how dish. they'd make their money. Because um, it's done in the States as well. They have the breaks in the States so they can go to the concession stands. Now, obviously, on a live show, you that, won't
0: have those breaks. Yeah, that's what I
1: was going to say. Live. And I saw Raw live um at the o2 mm-hmm. and
0: there wasn't an intermission there we go okay simple as, just to buy more merch there we yep. go now you know now i know i just i always wonder i'm like what is the deal with it is it is it because of the whole theater uh, aspect and one because obviously british theatres always typically had an intermission or a break for concessions and bathroom breaks so that the show doesn't get ruined by Piddle. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, like I say, nearly 2,000 odd people. Uh, and we've seen ourselves, we've seen some British wrestling shows selling out. We've seen British wrestling shows with crowds around 200, to 300 people.
1: I've been to British wrestling shows with crowds of about five or 600 people, which is Southside in Stevenage hmm. um, back in the day. Yeah. But why don't we get British shows with thousands of people in attendance? That's the question. Now, because quality of work-wise, we should do.
0: Quality of matches-wise, yeah, damn right we should do. Uh, We've we on some of the best matches in the world. We have some of the best trained wrestlers. In the entire world we have some of the best training schools in the entire world there's a reason you know japan sends their guys to the uk into the rev pro systems there's a reason uh guys from all around europe all around the world want to come and experience and train in british wrestling and in european wrestling and obviously, yes, we train our guys from a lot younger. You know, we, we, we literally, have, you know, kids like RKJ, who basically, you know, at the end of the day, he got trained the moment he could walk uh, to be a superstar. And uh, he is, in my eyes, he truly is destined to be the superstar of this next generation of
1: amazing,
0: fantastic, incredible. Really so let's talk about RKJ. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get into it. Uh, refro High Stakes. This weekend, their biggest show of the year. Will Osprey was taking on Ricky Knight Jr., who had recently won the Southside Heavyweight Championship final tournament, uh, became the Southside Heavyweight Champion, retired that belt, and uh, replaced Ooh. it with the old-style Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship that was held by the like, of Zack Sabre Jr., AJ Styles, Samoharu Ishii, Minoru Suzuki, Hiroshi Tanahashi. You are getting a picture here?
1: A lot of New Japan superstars. Yes. But anyway,
0: moving on. So... Okay, Jay. They had this fantastic build throughout, and I'm going to talk about it obviously a little bit later when we talk about some of the Rev Pro shows that we have available to review at the moment, and the results that we will be talking about. But at this week, he was he was due to do to face off against Will Ospreay in an op- in an opportunity to unify his title with uh, Will Ospreay's already Unified British Heavyweight Championship. And unfortunately, he did not. Will Ospreay did defeat RKJ to retain the title once again. Afterwards, uh, when Shadrumino came out, Aussie Open had uh, betrayed everybody and are the newest members of Will Ospreay's United Empire. So first of all, congratulations, to Aussie Open. Absolutely, 100% deserve it. Probably one of the best unsigned tag teams from around the world. They're up there. They really, really deserve this. I, I hope that this leads to some sort of New Japan run, possibly in the New Japan uh, World Tag League that they'll have later this year. Maybe we'll see them in some of the New Japan Strong. Uh, promotion over in America where Will Ospreay will be competing uh, next week so we'll tra- travel with Aussie Open so congratulations to Aussie Open I actually need fully deserve it I hope this really helps spark a huge huge run uh, both Carl Fletcher and Mark Davis uh, deserve it uh, you deserve it Next up, of course, Will Ospreay. One thing, and I am really, really, really disappointed in refro for not pulling the trigger. And by you... that, what I mean, not pulling the trigger, not putting the belt on Ricky Knight Jr. But this a... is
1: what we were just discussing. This is the fact that to get massive appeal to shows, you need to have superstars. And Will Ospreay is a more recognised superstar than Ricky Knight
0: Jr. Yeah, and you just missed out your biggest opportunity of turning Ricky Knight Jr. into a superstar. One win over Will Ospreay. Signified by Dave Meltzer, given it is five stars. Well, I don't know what the score's going to be, uh, and I hope... I'm sure they had an absolute back. I can't think of any reason that these two men would not have had but an absolute possible. great match. So it is really disappointing, as you say, even even if it was just to transition that title to Shoteru and or Yota Suji or whoever New Japan wants Andy Quilden to put the belt on. Sorry to name you there. But yeah, that's just, it's frustrating. I just really felt this was an opportunity to make RKJ that leader of this incredible new generation of talent that isn't just cropping up around the UK right now.
1: I'm cracking. However.
0: Give your discussion on it.
1: it
0: no, what, well, what I was going to move about? on. No, I want to know your thoughts.
1: My thoughts are that Will Ospreay should hold the belt because he is an international superstar. I want RKJ to win because RKJ has all the talent in the world and could be that superstar. But until he has got more name recognition abroad, he's not going to be in that same league as Will Ospreay. He might be in the wrestling, but he's not as far as being able to draw in the same way that seeing Will Ospreay's name on the marquee will.
0: Very, very true.
1: But just, I'm just going to throw it out there.
0: Does Will Ospreay guarantee you a big sale if it's not New Japan or AEW or one of those bigger companies because of his current reputation? In British resident, we're not discussing whether he's guilty or not. We're just discussing the reputation. But did Ooh.
1: take a hit? It did take a hit. Maybe that's true. That is something I hadn't considered.
0: Okay, now we can move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm going to move on with an established name in British wrestling, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn Dunn, um, was in an interesting contract situation when it was revealed that like Adam Cole's contract, Dunn's contract was overlooked and it wasn't realised it was nearing an expiration date. It was reported that during the SummerSlam weekend, Dunn was offered a contract from the company, but no confirmation was made if he'd agreed and signed it. However, Fightful Select has now reported that Pete Dunne has agreed to a long-term contract with WWE. It would appear it's a three-year deal, which he was personally offered by Triple H.
0: Yeah, so this report came out of uh, Fightful Select recently. Uh, Great news for Pete Dunne. Uh, Good to see that Pete Dunne uh, is going to stay with NXT. It was a little bit worrying they hadn't been offered a new deal at first, uh, especially with all the recent changes over on NXT and the emphasis now for bigger guys over smaller people. Because we discussed a few weeks ago whether he had the it factor to be the true superstar that WWE needs. When we put the poll out on Twitter, it was a resounding 80% believe that he had everything it took to be a generational superstar he was offered the contract by Triple H who once said that he could be the first English world champion so what do you do you think Dunn will eventually
1: I'm looking forward to seeing Dunn on the main roster I think he'll be absolutely fantastic and I am very happy for him that he has signed this contract extension
0: Will he headline WrestleMania?
1: No.
0: Sorry. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, is, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one. I've got to think that I might actually agree with you because he done is a phenomenal wrestler. Just like Zack Sabre Jr., who recently won his first match in this year's NJPW G1 climax, he defeated former IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental double champion in Tetsu Unito. It was a typical Zack Sabre Jr. match alongside a very typical Tetsu Unito match. Sabre Jr. working over Naito for about 25 plus minutes, uh, typically focusing on. Naito's knee, Naito would make flurries. And it was a submission victory with Orientarian in Napalm Death. Submission.
1: Could you repeat that for me?
0: Orientarian in Napalm Death. Excellent. Zack Sabre Jr., everybody. Uh, This is why I have Zack Sabre Jr. (laughs) t-shirts. It has since been reported that Naito is now out of the tournament due to a knee knee injury with the left meniscus and MCL injury. Uh, I wonder if NJPW might roll with that and have Zack Sabre Jr. be the one that took Naito out of the competition.
1: Having had a meniscal tear, it's not fun. And I can imagine that um, if it is genuine, that will have him out for approximately three to six weeks.
0: Yeah, so he's going to miss the rest of the tournament. Uh, Everybody now gets a bye for basically one win. So, Tess United has been taken out of the tournament by Zack Sabre Jr. So, So, it'll be interesting to see if they actually use that and have Sabre Jr. out in the press conferences that they do afterwards talking about how he took out the former champion, he took out Tetsuya Naito, and whether they might even use it as a spur to push him to go and win this year's G1 Climax.
1: Fingers crossed for
0: him. I think he would deserve it. Indeed. It'd be a great match. Car Noir. Mm, go for it. In
1: WXW Germany this week. Indeed, Karanwar is due to face Marius Alani for the WXW. We look at the tail of the tape ahead of this championship match. This will be the third meeting and both competitors hold one victory. Do your maths there. One of each, third meeting, one victory each. What is going to happen? Uh, they've both been wrestling for 10 years plus. Um, they're the same weight, but Nora is just that little bit taller, which can make a difference with reach. Both hold their main promotions top championship, Marius El the WXW belt, Cara Noir, the Progress Championship. The match record since their first meeting in WXW Germany is Marius El 21 21-0, Cara Noir 7 wins, 2 draws, 1 loss. However, Noir's progress record is 10 wins, 1 draw, 3 losses. All losses in tags or multi-man tournaments. Matches, rather. So this match will take place at the Blitztoner, the um, Blitz tournament, this Saturday. Who is your money on, Andy? Uh,
0: I got to put my man. I'm gonna go. I I I want to be. I want to be patriotic and get some coronar. But uh, no, my money's gonna be on Marius Alani. Twenty one. No, I can't see WXW Germany. Having him drop the title, I believe they're literally bringing in Kuro Noir because Marius Alani has literally beaten everybody else.
1: I think you are probably right. But I think they've also brought in Kuro because it is going to be a cracking match.
0: Oh, it's going to be absolutely amazing match. Uh, I didn't really know much about Marius Alani up until that uh, recent catch grand P that WXW had. On the WWE network, and really impressed with everything I saw about him. He had really great matches throughout. I've enjoyed his matches since when I have had a chance to watch WX Germany. And of course, we both know, we're, just, we're both huge fans of He and Wire. He never, I don't think he has it in him to have a bad match. No. You know He's one of these guys that's truly capable of not having a bad match. He's going to get a good match out of anybody. And yeah, I think it's going to be an excellent. That whole Blitz tourney thing looks fantastic. There are new details on that, but I felt we... It was confusing enough the last time we tried to go through it. So I just <laughs> thought... And we didn't focus enough on and out Noir, our, our, our Arnie part of it. And uh, yeah, it should be an absolutely fantastic match. I did look at the prices actually to see what it was going to cost to fly out to Germany during that weekend and what the prices for the tickets were. And honestly, I wouldn't have spent that much more than I did to go to uh, WWE in Newcastle this weekend.
1: Because I know we're going to be talking about ICW later, but I've just been looking at the cost of tickets for going up for Fear and Loathing weekend in November.
0: The Glasgow.
1: That is Glasgow. The tickets were two nights for silver. So this isn't um, ringside. This is just back for 75 quid for the tickets. And then it's going to be hotel and travel and everything else. And it's like, mm, it's quite close to Christmas.
0: Ooh, adds up, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. Here's something that's exciting after Christmas. Paige has put earlier this month in a live Twitch stream that she was asked by fans if she'd ever wrestle again. She stated that she was training and this will be her comeback story. She also stated in this stream that her contract with WWE wasn't up until June of next year. Well, a tweet put out this morning has fans wondering if the first ever NXT Women's Champion will be back sooner than later because her tweet was just one word. And what was that word, Andy? January. January. (laughs) So that's something very exciting after Christmas. We might possibly see the return of page mm, or she might just be trolling us all
0: just want to stress that is not uh like today today sorry we're just taking phrasing from the uh bodyslam.net story that came uh so it didn't come out today <laughs> uh, just to make a clarification to people you you know people can get a bit <laughs> touchy <laughs> when you say things when we say, when, when people say things and they say dates
1: uh, but, yeah, that's really, really interesting. And exciting. And what else is exciting?
0: Why well, Kirby is back. The crab walks, the lobster boy, is
1: all back.
0: The zoys boy-
1: Martin Kirby.
0: Uh, US fans, uh, obviously, US watchers, you may not know who Martin Kirby is. If you have a chance, check out some WCPW YouTube stuff. Uh, You'll pretty much see Martin Kirby all over it. He is an
1: incredible wrestler. He's brilliant, and he is fun, and he is true British wrestling. Yes, because at times he
0: can certainly be pantomimey. He Mm -hmm. can be very comic-y. But I've always stressed about this about Martin Kirby. There's a reason his comedy works where a lot of other comedy doesn't, and it's because he's such a good wrestler
1: indeed and he really can back it up so he made a surprise appearance at a recent icw live taping and made his return to action he later tweeted heard the cool thing at the moment is surprise wrestling appearances so thought i would get in on the action he then followed this up with therefore i am now taking wrestling match and seminar bookings 15 plus years experience including five months wrestling and training in japan with dragon gate Fully vaccinated and DBS checked. So since then, Mm -hmm. Kirby has been announced for matches and appearances with North Wrestling, especially having a number one contenders fatal four-way match with Chris Ridgway, Will Cruz and Robbie X. Oh, my God. On October the 23rd. How cool is that? It's
0: a great match.
1: Oh, yes. Um, He will also be wrestling for Rev Pro, um, which is this Sunday. Um, in St Neots against Robbie X as well as for Creation Pro Wrestling's debut show on the 4th of February
0: 2022 Indeed and uh, just before we move on to something we've we've there's a recent uh, retired well formerly retired wrestler started following us and you see I thought we we, we thought we had peaked because we had the great Charles Crowley Follow us. But now we are being followed by the absolute legend that is RJ Singh. Thank you very much for the follow. <laughs> that
1: is a true legend. Uh,
0: we still pop when we get followed by yes, because do you know what? Because we are just fans.
1: Yes, we are. Wrestle Carnival. Is exciting. Well, they've got their second show. And do you want to tell us all about that one, Andy?
0: Oh, the second show coming up. It's uh, fantastic news, of course. The Carnival of Honor will start streaming on ROH's YouTube show week by week, hosted by Quinn McKay this week. In fact, the episode is out right now. Ooh. It does feature. That's exciting. It, are, it features the ROH Pure Rules match of Dean Allmark versus Doug Williams. It also featured Session Moth Martina and Heidi Katrina versus Lizzie Evo and Alexis Falcon, and Leighton Buzzard versus Joe Hendry. Local hero
1: so there's going to be an average of two or three matches per episode I believe and week by week
0: yeah uh, obviously I mentioned that 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 does feature all of the ROH people who are on the card so I'm hoping that some of the other matches that didn't actually feature ROH guys will be on there Uh, I know I think we would all kind of hope that, but yeah, at least for now on this, episode, there are three matches. All of them uh, do feature the ROH contingent of the card. Uh, but, you know, it was a great card overall because you also had the heart of shimmer world championship match, Alice Windsor versus Haiyan, uh Casey Owens, Giselle Shaw, tackle snap match between Chris Ridgway and international superstar, Carlos Romo. Uh, and Will Cruz versus Carl Kingsley. So it'd be a shame if those matches didn't quite make it. Oh, BDSM were in action. There was that multi uh, person uh, tag team. Terry it Joe fan, BDSM versus Chartel, Jordan, Lion Kid, and versus Ivy and Brady Phillips. So, yeah, be nice. Go on, put those matches up there as well for us, ROH.
1: Show off all that great British wrestling talent. Catch Pro Wrestling have come to an agreement with Powered 4 TV. Now, this is also brilliant news, especially because I've already got Powered 4 TV. Indeed. Powered 4 TV is the UK's premium streaming service. Uh, also hosts promotions such as TNT Extreme Wrestling, Wrestle Island, Ignite Pro Wrestling, Superstar Pro Wrestling, and many, many more. Catch 1 and Catch 2 have already been uploaded to the site, and Catch 3, which took place this past weekend, um, we'll be watching as soon as it goes up to provide feedback for
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to catch uh, free actually uh catch uh we saw their first match uh, sorry their first show like a couple of years ago now because it was all the way back before the original lockdown mm. uh, their second and third show it's been recent shows their second show was up on youtube free i very much enjoyed it, it showed some great uh Young British wrestling talent on there, and as you say, we both already have Power Four TV, so we're going to be enjoying watching Catch Pro Wrestling on Power Four TV. Speaking Speaking
1: of Power Four TV, uh, they recently uploaded two shows by Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Their debut show set sail, as well as Superstar Pro Wrestling Saved by the Bell. And I watched um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Um, it was live from Morecambe and it was a good fun family show. It started off with Lance Rivera versus Rick Marcus. Rick bought the power and Rick Marcus won by absolutely battering Lance Rivera and hitting him with the spear. We then had synergy versus the freak show. It's the first time that I'd seen synergy wrestling. They are big boys, aren't they?
0: Hmm. Big, big boys,
1: big, big boys. Um, Anderson Daniels and Troy Ryan. And they took on the freak show nightmare and Will Carter. Um, Basically, they hit power move after power move after power move. And even with the speed and the tags of freak show, trying to wear them down. Never going to happen. Doomsday device for the win for Synergy. We then had Sexy Kev versus Two-Bit. Two-Bit dominated. Absolutely dominated all the way through. Locked in the sleeper and wins. I liked this. Um Gia versus Tonga, 50-50 match. Tonga won by doing an irate into an unprettier. Very dastardly behavior. Uh Scotty Rock versus R.P. Davis. This is my first time watching Scotty Brook as well. Um, love it Absolutely <laughs> love the rebo grappler I thought he was brilliant, even though he lost. Yeah,
0: I thought you'd like uh Scotty Rock.
1: Yeah, definitely my kind of guy. Uh Lucas Neon versus Mark Meltzer. Uh, <laughs> honest, I just couldn't get into this one, uh, Meltzer one with a lariat, um, and then the headline match, Chris Ridgway and Ryan Hunter versus Big Guns Joe and JJ Webb. Ridgway was the dirty heel all the way through. I'd never seen him wrestle like this. Um, I've seen him be a heel, but not a cheating, dirty heel. And I liked it. He was really good at it. He was interfering all the way through. This ended with Hunter hitting a top rope cutter on Webb, the one, two, three. I would definitely recommend people watch it. as a fun family show. And I would give it three sugars.
0: Excellent. Uh, Superstar Pro Wrestling is what I watched.
1: And it opened up with Isaac
0: North versus Ethan Kelly. Isaac North has a fantastic look. Uh, and he dominated. Harley Hudson defeated Hannah Taylor. Tom Billington defeated Connor Klein. Jordan Black defeated Alfie Brooks. Brian Avenson defeated Mark Billington, JJ Webb, and Sam Bailey defeated Dean Allmark and James Reed. Harley Hudson is a little powerhouse scouse mouse. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, like her. Certainly, uh, She certainly likes to scream a lot and uh, she certainly screamed a lot during the match. But I I like the passion. Uh, Hannah Taylor, great wrestler, trained by uh, Dean or Mark, you can tell. Uh, So uh, she she says, I think both of these girls are going to be superstars, definitely. Tom Billington, uh, the Billingtons, both of them, Tom and Mark, are making the Billington name their own. Uh, of course, yes, their name is synonymous with Dynamite Kid, but I think both of these guys are really going to make that name their own. Probably doesn't help them, though. They really do wrestle just like their Uncle uh, Here yeah, They are smash mouth and they are technical. Uh, one big shout out. Stop using a big diving headbutt. Jordan Black has a great casadora into a Brian Agenston loved the Shogun. He came out to, on the best round, popped me. Cry kid all the way. Uh, JJ Webb, uh, Sam Bailey, Great Hills, and Dino Mark and Jane Tree just did what they needed to do. Really, really fun show. Family friendly again. So... Uh, yeah, i would give this uh, for a family friendly, friendly show, three and a half, some fantastic, uh fantastic wrestling. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Risky uh, business. Uh, Revpro. Uh there's lots of RevPro, as we say. There were three shows that went up on their RPW on demand system. I'm gonna run down the results quickly, uh, and then try and focus the reviewers spread out as possible without. Reviewing each individual show because mm-hmm. there's three shows to get through here. Okay, we started with Rev Pro Risky Business in 2021. It was Robbie X defeated Kid Lycos. Dan Maloney defeated Doug Williams. Carl Fletcher defeated Yoda Suji. Young Guns defeated Chris Bridwe and Mark Haskins. Brendan White. Wins a six-man scramble match that featured Adam Maxted, Callum Newman, Connor Mills, JJ Gale, and Kid Lykos. Like too. 2. Sorry, and, Brendan White won that. Brendan White won that one. Wow. Yeah, Adam Maxted, yeah, certainly a big name in that match. And yes, Brendan White did come out the victor. Uh, Giselle Shaw then defeated, defended her Rev Pro Women's title against Lizzie Evo. Uh, Next up was uh, live at the cockpit, not fi- well, sorry, live at not the cockpit 53. Brendan White and Doug Williams defeated Team Lucian Phillips, defeated Big Guns Joe, Chris Ridgeway and Mark Haskins, defeated Robbie X and Lee Hunter, RKJ, defeated Kyle Fletcher, Dan Maloney, defeated Yota Suji, Giselle Shaw. And High Ann defeated Sky Smithson and Nightshade. Destination Everywhere defeated the Young Guns. And finally, which was the final show before High Stakes, there was a Rev Pro pop up, Road to High Stakes. Team defeated JJ Gale and Callum Newman. Brendan White defeated a debut in Nico Angelo. Robbie X defeated Yota Suji. Connor Mills defeated Kyle Fletcher. Mark Davis defeated Michael Oku. Hannah Taylor defeated Mariah May. Will Ospreay and the Young Guns defeated RKJ. And Sunshine Machines. Okay, let's just try and focus on a few parts of this whole thing. As this really led towards uh, all the build towards high stakes. So we'll start off with who are team, and it is basically team, team, team standing for two extremely athletic men, uh, which is Kenneth Halfpenny and Sean Jackson, members of the Contenders Division, or sorry, former members of the Contenders Division, now a solid tag team. They are a tandem to be reckoned with. They are really, really good. As a tag team. Really good as a tag team. I definitely think they, they should stick around for being a tag team for quite some time. I think they'll do better as a tag team than they will do as solo. Uh, but they are a really good team. Uh, great, great uh, tandem combination moves and mixed in with some absolutely fantastic heal work. So definitely something uh, to be kept an eye on. Yotasuji has been phenomenal, amazing, incredible since he joined uh Repro UK. He had I, I watched him uh, in the New Japan Lions system against the likes of Gabriel Kidd and Yu Yu and they had always had some great matches. But since coming back, since coming to the UK, he's been having incredible matches. We're seeing brand new moves from him. They show off more than just the power he's got. Absolutely phenomenal athleticism. When you see a two hundred and twenty-plus man hitting hurricane runners with ease, just absolutely phenomenal. I'm disappointed with this match against Robbie X at the Pop Up Show. Because he defeated Robbie X originally, thanks to a little nefarious work by Gideon Gray, who took out the knee of Robbie X. Because uh, Gideon Gray has wanted Yoda Suji to join the Legion. Uh, And once Yoda Suji found this out, He was like, oh, no, I don't want to win this way. Or they certainly played it like this isn't how we wanted to win his first match. So they restarted the match. (laughs) Yeah, look, Yotasuji look honorable. But it also made him look like a a sap. Uh, Giving away victories like that. uh, So I didn't like that. But he's been having some great, great matches. Uh, Carl Fletcher. Is a superstar, whether he's part of obviously open as the tag team or wrestling as a singles star, like he had to in several of the matches while Mark Davis was out with uh, COVID. Yes. The Young Guns are just possibly, you know, I, I honestly think that they may be the best British wrestling tag team in the UK right now. And they are not far from being one of the best tag teams in the world right now. And their match with uh Will Ospreay, I was kind of hoping that they were going to be the guys that joined the United Empire and that, that, that those two would go off to Japan because they're already amazing and phenomenal, as I just said. The one of the best tag teams you, you can ever see. Some of the great I don't they, they're not capable of having a bad match. Have you seen a bad gun guns match? No they're just not capable of it and uh, if anyone could have really benefited from maybe some training with other people to just become even better than they already are it would be them and uh, as I say they could become superstars all over the world especially in Japan I think Japan would love the young guns Uh, what else Uh, as I say there was so much to talk about Mark Davis and uh there was the tease that Aussie Open could be the ones to turn heel because Mark Davis uh did take Mike Woku quite lightly, but so would you if you're nearly six foot weigh lot like two fifty and you're taking on um, thin strip Michaeloku who weighs what like 125 like I'm joking one hundred twenty. <laughs> Maybe about one sixty. You know, I don't think he's going to be much more than that. If we think of guys like uh, Jungle Boy and Darby Allen, he's, he's, your
1: favourite,
0: yeah, he's, he's he's going to be around one sixty odd. So yeah, he just got battered around the place by Mark Davis. Uh, Rev Pro's been killing it. Just some incredible uh, shows as of late. And, you know, I know some people don't want to support RevPro UK because of a certain champion of RevPro. I think they need to get over there and check out some of the the British talent that's on display over it there at the moment. And it's phenomenal. And it's such a shame because RKJ was just so tipped to be ready to take over and be that leader of a new generation. And it hasn't happened. But before we move on to some other results and reviews, we've got some... Uh, ...scores to update. Oh, do we? We do. Oh, see dear. Back a while ago... Where are we? We've got at least two shows. Oh. One of them... Yeah. Uh... So this one was apparently from... Because we talked about uh, we should have done scores last week, but we couldn't do them because I forgot my notes. So the current scores, and if I go like that, box is going to appear and it's going to say 13. And it does this. Another box is going to appear, and it's going to say seven, because currently they are the scores of our prediction game. Now, uh, we need the results. You you questioned the Yotasuji versus Screwface Ahmed match, to which I said I said Ahmed, you said... Well, you thought you had said Ahmed, but no, it was definitely me. It's in my notes.
1: <laughs>
0: Fine. Another point for me there. Uh, you got Haskins uh, as the winner over Max Stead. you were right. Uh, you said Newman and Gale would defeat Aussie Open. I was right. I said Destination Everywhere would beat Kid like us, uh Lycos like Jim. And I was right. So with the updated scores, that makes it 16 to 8. Yes, yes yes, 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 I know. I'm, I'm a terrible winner. It was really bad. And right. So the other one seems to have been off the Risky Business Show. Uh-huh. You said Robbie X would beat Kid Like Us. You were right. Yay. You said Doug Williams would defeat Dan Maloney. I was right.
1: So, uh,
0: and then it was supposed to be Shotar and Yota versus the Young Guns, but that was changed to Haskins and Ridgway versus the Young Guns, which the Young Guns won. You invited Yota and Shota, but we won't count that one. So, with the updated scores, 17 to 9. You're not doing very well at the moment, are we?
1: No, but it can all bounce back. You never know what can happen at the next one.
0: (laughs) You never know. I can't remember. We've got the uh, NXT UK tournament but so far both of our guys are still in it so if either one of them win that will be a five point game we've got the love tournament which we can predict the winner for for the progress revelations of love uh so we can uh pick out who we think may win that tournament
1: for another five points (laughs) okay let's move on NXT UK. Uh, we started off with the Heritage Tournament semi-final match with Noam Dar versus Kenny Williams. And out of this came a, a prediction person, mine. I predict Noam Dar is going to win the whole tournament. And he's still in because he beat Kenny Williams 2-1. Um, and you're right in as much as they are definitely turning in face.
0: Definitely. <clears throat> Oh, I didn't give, uh, I just want to give some overall scores for Repro, just based on okay. everything that Repro's been doing four and a half for uh,
1: Sugars for all three shows. Okay. That's a total score for three shows. Uh, we then heard from Ilya Dragunov, and he was interrupted by Nathan Fraser, Rampage, and A Kid, who all want a shot. So, what do we do? Play a player, we don't do a tag team. We do a triple threat match. So we're going to have Nathan Fraser versus Rampage versus A-Kid. It all broke down, as you'd expect. And guess who was left standing out of the two small men and the one really big man?
0: Yeah, this is like two boys versus a man.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's not looking good for Fraser or A-Kid, in my opinion.
0: No, not really. Uh, I think uh, we can
1: both predict uh, Rampage. I think Rampage might well do well. Um, Andy, we've lost your microphone. You've gone very quiet on us. Hello, Mike. Back. <laughs> right. Up next, we had Isla Dawn in Ginny's locker room, which is um, not a great idea because Ginny's kicking all of the backsides at the moment. Um, Mustache Mountain wants the tag team titles. We then had Amelia McKenzie, must remember it's Amelia. Oh yeah, so, so. Oh, um, man, help it. I, I, every time I write about her, right, many first. <laughs> yeah. Uh She went against Stevie Turner, and unfortunately, managed to beat her in all four dimensions.
0: Okay.
1: I still don't like this. I don't like Mackenzie getting pushed like this. I don't, I especially don't like Stevie Turner being jobbed out like this. Um, has she actually won a match since she started? Uh, she'd won two in a row with to of uh, the white right kind of challenge,
0: make her sound and then she lost her Sam. I think her overall record's probably three and two. Oh, sorry, two and three, two wins, three losses.
1: Mm. Pretty sure that's her overall record so far. I mean, uh, 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 your microphone's going through your earpiece. That's what it is, it keeps bouncing off your um, jacket. That's much better. That no worries. Ah. Mustache Mountain, do we think they're gonna stand a chance against um, pretty deadly?
0: I can't think of anyone who else can take the titles from Pretty Deadly. There you know, there's not another st- strong, strong tag team bar Carter and Smith. But when was the last time? Well, K-Forks I mean... They,
1: say last week.
0: Yeah, like, okay. Yes, they got a win, but that's like the first time they've ever got a win in God knows. Uh, yeah. You know, we said it originally probably should be Carter and Smith if they can build them to take the titles. But yeah. I would have thought they would have given Mustache Mountain a run with the titles before sending them off.
1: I think they should do. Uh, Blair Davenport attacks Stevie Turner after the match and tells Skid Scala to reinstate her or bad things will keep happening. I want bad things to keep happening, especially to Skid Scala. No, um, William Regal's son, Bailey Matthews, is being repackaged as Charlie Dempsey. Why?
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, he wasn't exactly, you know, they because Bailey Matthews, I believe, is his real name.
1: Yeah.
0: I believe that's, you know, Regal's... Is so, I'm not sure if that's Regal's real name or if he's taken on his mother's name or, or anything like that. But, obviously, there's been this whole new mandate of everybody's got to change their damn name because of the whole people who refuse to give up rights to their names. Which, yeah, fair play. They shouldn't have to give up the right to their real name. Uh So... uh He's been forced to change to Charlie Dempsey. Not too Charlie much Regal
1: wrong. would have sounded better.
0: But yeah, why not go with Charlie Regal? But you know they've done the same with uh, what's it, Rick Siner's son over on NXT. Like what's his name, Brock? Uh, well,
1: that's his real name.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> R- Rick
1: St- Ratcheiner. Yeah, that is actually the real name.
0: No, no, no. But they've, they they haven't done they they changed that.
1: I. Was under the impression that was his actual surname.
0: No, no, they, no, they, they've given his they, they he was going to be Rex, Rex Steiner, but they've changed that. So it's oh. now like Brockenbrecker. Oh, bloody hell. That's what I mean. Okay. okay. It's it just all gone absolutely <laughs> nuts with NX, uh, with. Uh, WWE and names. so yes it's a bit of a shame. Charlie Dempsey not the, not the worst name in the world though okay but uh, yeah bit and then stress. we have
1: pretty deadly defeating the coffee uh, Mark and Joe coffee. Um, now we don't particularly like one member of the coffees at all. It was interesting seeing them tag together because we haven't seen them tag together in a long, long time. Uh, Pretty Deadly won. We like Pretty Deadly. Yay, Pretty Deadly.
0: Yeah, Pretty Deadly, an absolute fantastic team. They showed it again right here. Great double teaming, great uh, interchanging, great use of bending the rules and twisting the foulies counts. They're just such fluid tag team. Yep. And I would really love, you know, we should we should go and we should go. Right now. Grizzled young veterans. Yep. Mustache mountain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty deadly. Young guns.
1: Like us gym.
0: Like gym.
1: A year ago, I wouldn't have put Pretty Deadly in that conversation.
0: So See, I told you. I, I, I'd i seen them work some of those independents back in the day, and I thought Pretty Deadly had so much potential back then. And when they came to WWE and a theory, I said, they dress like idiots, they sound like idiots, but watch them wrestle.
1: Yes, Mr. 1710.
0: Watch them wrestle, (laughs) they just fun, yeah. But five incredible tag teams, you know, from the UK. Yep, who would you actually put on top?
1: Uh, uh, (laughs) Um, go on, list them five to one. No, but I will say who I put on top, and at the moment, for me, Lycos Jim. Young Guns second.
0: Okay. Search mountain. No, no, no. no, no wait, wait. Next week, we will come back and we will both reveal our top five British wrestling tag teams. And that can include others. I was about to say, I might throw a curveball in there. That have not been mentioned during that period. But I would like us to come back and discuss next week our top five British wrestling tag teams. I think that's going to be an awesome thing. Go on, then. How are you rating this?
1: I would give this one... There wasn't anything I particularly disliked, apart from Charlie Dempsey's name, so I'm going to go with three and a half sugars.
0: I'm going to go with four sugars. Very similar. Mm. I can't think of anything negative or the name change. Uh, Great. I thought the first match was a great match. I thought the second match was another great match. I mean, yeah. Great match all round. Four sugars.
1: Right. right ICW. ICW.
0: Hmm? Would you like to tell me about ICW? Yes, yes I would.
1: <laughs> We've got fans! We have fans back in the asylum. We have got fans back at ICW. oh, it feels good to have some chance, some proper rude Glasgow chance, um, and they got to start off with some rude chance because out came Thatcher's cabinet.
0: Can Tory Blanca, uh,
1: no blank the Tories.
0: Oh, even what? Which worse. as a
1: Labour councillor. I was quite happy. Um, all three of them came out: Charlie Vice, Ian Skinner, and Thatcher Wright. They had an open challenge and out came Logan Smith, who challenged all three. And they did the maths and said, that won't work. So out came Luke King Sharp. and they did the maths again, and they said, no, it still won't work. And then out came DCT. So we had a three on three and all of the faces came out with kendo sticks. There was a whole lot of craziness. It may not have been your favourite thing, but you would have loved seeing Charlie Weiss go and hit a most amazing top rope cutter. It was fantastic. Cabinet used quick tags, isolated Smith and looking sharp. Finally, DCT came in, hit Ian Skinner with a huge pedigree. One, two, three, and our faces win. Kez Evans then cut a massive promo. He was interrupted by the number one contender, Daz Black, who is universally loved. And Kez Evans really is hated. Um, Really good at being hated. He's fantastic at it. Um, The manifesto then accompanied Dylan Thorne into the ring. Um, He was against Stevie James, who was without Crowbar again. Um, And he really needed crowbar because Dylan Thorne absolutely battered him, hit the um, crown of thorns. One, two, three. Um, it was, well, it, it was a typical manifesto match with lots of interruptions from Grant McIver. And, um, yeah, it was, it was what it was. It's another one of those ICW matches where the referee is there purely to count three. Uh, Daryl. There's a new wrestler. He came in. He'd um, done something that was untelevised to get a, a spot in a televised match. He went against Sakiba Lee. Pure gangster Sakiba Lee, Purely squashed Daryl. Knee strike. One, two, three. Ellie Armstrong versus Angel Hayes. Possibly the match of the night, in my opinion. Uh, for, this was a match for the ICW Women's World Championship Tournament. This First match. Um, Armstrong uses her powerhouse moves and submission holds all the way through from the start. Angel, however, fought her way back. She did the most beautiful sling blade. Absolutely spot on perfect. Um, And then Angel got her in a guillotine. She tried to roll through, managed to hold the guillotine on and Angel Hayes wins to go through in the tournament. Jason Reed versus BT Gunn with coach handcuffed to the ropes. I'm starting to get bored of this, but the good news is it's over. And we'll get to that. Basically, lots and lots of strikes. Jason Reed and BT Gunn had a really good match, well worth watching. Um, they're 10 minutes in, BT Gunn hit the gunshot, his version of the um, cutter. From the top rope, absolutely nailed it. It was stunning. Then all of a sudden, Coach Tripp appeared to be starting to vomit. And he'd swallowed a handcuff key. So he managed to release himself and get in. And Tripp put BT gun on Reed's shoulders. Reed put him through a table. Gun kicked out, but then Reed hit Coach's game over, which is kind of like a forward rock bottom. And both Coach and Jason Reed pinned BT gun for the one, two, three. And finally this appears to be over because all of a sudden the screens came on and there was Stevie Boy, the Pharaoh of filth is back and he's called out BT Gunn for fear and loathing. Basically saying that Gunn has become a half shell of himself since the um, no fans era of ICW. So yeah, uh, all in all, Good show. Um, I still can't get behind Sakeba Lee and I would give it three and a half sugars. Just
0: before we move on for me to do progress,
1: can I talk about
0: submissions in wrestling? Yes. It's become such a huge thing now. Everyone seems to have a submission Mm -hmm. in wrestling. Guillotine shows, blackouts. Now, back in the day, typically... You were only really a submission wrestler if you were a true wrestler or that of an MMA-type style fighter. Yes. Now if you were a
1: true shooter.
0: Now, it just seems to be everybody in their cat and dog can just do a submission. And yes. honestly, I don't find them as exciting as a simple... Good solid finish here. one, two, three.
1: Well, that's because people don't want to have a knockout show because it will make them look weak, whereas a submission, everyone can understand that if that gets locked in, then that's locked in. It doesn't matter who you are, whereas a knockout... You know me it.
0: getting tapped out makes you look like us. It looks, makes you look weak. You know, in a real fight, in MMA, you'd rather tap out than you would be uh, knocked out.
1: I've been in the odd real fight, and generally the problem with a submission is eventually you're going to have to let it go. And when you let it go, unless the person's unconscious, they're going to want to strike.
0: It's true, but genuinely, a lot of these submissions that they say, oh, if she pulls back, then, then he'll tap. And I'm thinking to myself, actually, if she actually pulled back, she either snap the arm or nothing will happen and it wouldn't actually be a submission because she didn't have the strength to snap her arm. And therefore, the submission wouldn't be... Because when it comes to submissions, a lot of people say, yeah, well, you know, tap or snap it. You will break your arm if you don't. Well, actually, it's not the case. Only if you're big and strong enough will it snap. It doesn't matter how good your technique is. <laughs> well, technique, but mainly... You still need to have that power to back it up. Right. But anyway, just a little thing. that I've just suddenly beginning to groan on me. I'm thinking, oh, I'm bored of you holding this submission for five minutes.
1: You go tell that to Chris Ridgway and I'll see what happens.
0: No, that's different. He's a shooter <laughs> and he doesn't hold a submission for five minutes. If he doesn't get the submission after a little while, he changes his submission to the next submission. If he doesn't get the submission. He changes to another. He keeps transitioning, move to move. That's what somebody would do in a real fight, they wouldn't hold it for as long as some of these guys seem to think they would hold it for anyway. Uh, progress wrestling, <clears throat> Harry. Well, it opened up with the revelations of love uh, tournament draw. Uh, I need to bring that up. I've actually forgotten to write it down, but I know I've got it written somewhere. Bear with me. Yes, I know. Terrible. Never prepared. Never prepared. I've just realised. All right, I'm gonna. We'll do go back to the drawing and kick it off. Danny Black kicked off the show against Harry Singh. Uh, great match, and uh, Danny Black came out the winner with the 450 elbow drop that he does. Uh, I really like what. Uh, Hustle Malone calls, well, he doesn't call it. He says it's a slice of violence. Now, if Danny Black's looking for a finisher name for it, I think a slice of violence is absolutely perfect because it looks vicious when he connects down with the elbow after the 450 spin. Really good match featuring two top-notch young British performers right now. Next up was Raven Creed versus... Tonga, uh, really, really impressed with Raven Creed here. Uh, she defeated Tonga quite impressively, uh, despite Tonga having a little bit of uh, momentum during the middle of the match. She, Raven Creed, has a great look. She looks psychotic. Uh, she looks like she really, really wants to hurt you and kill you. She did, delivered a great promo about, you know, she likes to inflict pain and she likes to get pain. I like Soulless Raven Creed. Uh, big fan so far. <laughs> Jodie uh then took on The Man Like the Reese. Uh, Jody Fleisch would come out the dictator in it. This was just awesome. Just awesome. Fantastic flips, great, good chain wrestling. The story of the youth versus the experience. Uh, Darice lost this match because he tried to hit the Jody Fleisch's 720 DDT but messed it up, which then allowed Jody Fleisch to hit the 720 DDT and come out on top. Uh, just a very, very good match.
1: Jacobs, the man that Age Forgot. Sorry, what's
0: that? I... The man that Age Forgot. The man that Age Forgot, D. Phoenix, Jody Fleisch, is uh, 20 years older. Like, no, he can't be that like. Yeah, no, yeah, I was 20 years yeah. older than man like the Reese. And yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell if you watched this match and didn't know how old these guys were. You'd think that. Fly is a little bit older than Reese, But you certainly wouldn't think he's that on the shoulder. And I'm just rounding up. I'm not being precise for that 20 years. Don't don't act. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Luke Jacobs then defeated Ethan Allen in a number one contenders match. Uh, These two guys just like brutal, brutal, brutal. They beat the you-know-what out of each other stuffing? Yeah, they beat the stuffing out of each other it was all about the power versus technique, obviously Luke Jacobs is the bigger guy, he has that raw, host strength that vicious JBL, Stan Hansen like lariat versus, you know, the technique of Ethan Allen, the speed of Ethan Allen, but in in this instance, Powell once again Came out on top. And if uh, Luke Jacobs came away with the win. It was just such a good match. Next up was Sky Smithson versus Giselle Shaw. Uh, Smithson showed a few flurries. But this was kind of more about Shaw. And it really was one of the best performances. Giselle Shaw's put in the ring since becoming you know, the head of the Progress Division, it's really, she she looked awesome. Sky Smithson looked good. I'm just not sure if it was a great way to debut Sky Smithson against uh, Giselle Shaw in this way, because Sky Smithson going into the tournament, I don't, yeah, I just don't think it was a strong way to introduce her ahead of the Revelations of Love tournament. You know, was uh, considering Raven when got the win earlier, she came off much better out of two deputants. And in the main event, the Smoking Aces, the new Progress Tag Team Champions, took on the Progress Champion, Caron Noir, and his rival, Chris Ridgeway. Of course, the two, Caron Noir and Chris Ridgeway he had just had a 30-minute IMA match, which was a draw at the last show. So they were oddball partners in this, and it was a fantastic match. Uh, but I think the focus was a bit too much on Noir and Ridgeway's rivalry because uh, they literally attacked each other at times, and I seriously just beat the crap out of each other for a minute or two. At one point, Ridgway just beat the crap out of him and then just dragged him over to the corner so he could tag himself in.
1: i a got to remind everyone who the Smoking Aces are.
0: The Smoking Aces are Nick Riley and one of the best heavyweights right now, Charlie Sterling. Charlie Sterling, I'm really happy for the Smoking Aces to be champions right now. Great way to dispatch, but Sterling has... I have no idea why he's not the biggest star in the UK right now. I have no idea why he's not the biggest star in America right now. 230 pounds. He's a heavyweight. He flies like a cruiserweight. His wrestling is brilliant. His aggression. He's great as a face. He's great as a heel. Uh, Nick Riley is no slouch. And I'm not done because he's absolutely brilliant wrestler but uh, Sterling has been around a couple of years longer which is the reason I'm highlighting the fact that I'm surprised Sterling hasn't been there right now. All around really good show Four sugars. Uh, the, The Revelations of Love tournament. The matches are Mercedes Blaze versus Raven Creed. Lizzie Evo versus Alexis Falcon. Rio versus Lana Austin, Sky Smithson versus Laura DeMateo. and this is all going to kick off at the next chapter. I'm not sure if they're all all four matches are going to be on or if they're going to do them staggered over a series of things. But we said was I complained a little while ago how I was I thought the women's division in progress was growing a bit stale because they didn't have enough. Women in the roster. So massive props for this tournament coming out. Uh, Great way to introduce a lot of new competitors, as well as some old. This is Lizzie Evo's first progress appearance.
1: So who's going to be your pick? Lizzie Evo. She was my number two pick. My number one pick, however, is... Mercedes-Blaze.
0: I like it. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Keep it on record. I haven't got a pen or paper with me. I'll have to write it down afterwards. <laughs> That's all right.
1: I have got enough faith. I'm going to go Mercedes-Blaze.
0: Uh, going to go for Mercedes-Blaze. I think we can do these matches as well. Might as well. So obviously you're going to say Blaze over Creed. Do I agree with you? I don't. No, so I'm actually I'm throwing a spanner right in the works so I'm saying Rick Raven Creed is gonna beat Mercedes Blaze.
1: So mm-hmm. uh
0: there's almost six points on the line for you there. If uh because if I get this right, obviously I get one point, you get none, but if you win, obviously you get one point, plus a possible five extra if she does come on to win the tournament. Lizzie Evo versus Alexis Falcon.
1: Ooh, tough one, but Lizzie ever.
0: Riho versus Lana Austin. Lana! Oh I was hoping you were gonna say that. I'm putting my money on Riho. I think she's gonna, gonna pick that one. And finally, Sky Smithson versus Laura Demiteo.
1: Sky Smithson.
0: And we'll go with Laura Demiteo. Ooh. Just I just didn't feel like they, they debuted Smithson strongly enough for me to have faith in her. So I'm going to back up my statement by saying that they didn't book her strongly enough for me to have faith in her by putting my money at Laura Mateo Alright, it's been a long time. Should we quickly do some roundups? Uh, we won't spend as much time as we'd like to discussing some of these. We're just going to try and get through them as quickly as we can because there's lots of news out there in the british wrestling world you want to kick us off with T- Extreme wrestling
1: i will start us off with tnt extreme wrestling um this weekend we have tnt extreme the thrill kill and tnt ignition level up that's saturday and sunday in liverpool thrill kill the dark matches is isaac north versus jimmy jackson we then have chris ridgeway versus dan Belone. that's going to be so good alexis falcon versus kira chimera The Kings of the North Open Challenge, who do you reckon is going to be
0: there? Uh, I actually wrote an article about this. So my top two picks, if I was going to have somebody come up and uh, face the Kings of the North right now, would be Smoking Aces, New Progress Tag Team Champions, of course. And of course, the tag team that are currently in the UK, Aussie Open.
1: Nice shout. I think Smoking Aces is a possibility there. Yeah. We then have Lana, Austin and Rio versus the She-Wolves. That will be another brilliant match. TNT Ignition Level Up Dark match. Leon Gray versus Ryan. Oh, wait, Ball. wait,
0: you've jumped over too.
1: Oh, my apologies. I didn't go up the screen far enough. Ultra X Championship 4-Way. Man Like Reese versus Scotty Rock versus Ethan Allen versus Kid Lycos 2. And then the TNT Extreme Division Championship match. Session Moth Martina versus Clint Maguera. Who do you reckon is going to win that one? Clint? I reckon, in fact, you know what? I'm I'm going to put this one down. I reckon (laughs) Martina.
0: Do you want to go down the entire card
1: bar the dark match? No, I just want to go for that championship match. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Go for it. Okay. Uh, Okay, yeah, fine. Uh, I, I will give you three points.
1: No, 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 no. Starting to make things up as you go along here. Just I'm thinking it's a championship to... match. Oh, okay. I'm thinking championship matches should be different. Okay. And then we have TNT Ignition level up on Sunday. The dark match, Leon Gray versus Ryan Thorne, which is the level up qualifier. We then have Chase Alexander versus Visage in a chairs match. MVK versus Isaac North. A level up scramble match with Tom Felwell versus LK Messinger versus Gene Money versus Nico Angelo, versus JJ Webb, versus Sandy Beach, versus the winner of Thorn and Grey. We have Simon Miller, Big Guns Joe, and Brian Adenson, versus Shreddy and Synergy. That's a lot of big, bulky men there. Mm-hmm. Um, Gia Adams versus Hannah Taylor, and in the TNT Ignition Championship match with Sonna Durson versus Cameron Solas versus Scott Oberman. That is going to be a brilliant match.
0: Yeah, that's going to be an absolutely fantastic match. Just jumping back to some Powered 4 TV. Recently uploaded uh, was a Wrestle Island Cameron Solis versus Scott Oberman trilogy series, uh, which I'm going to watch. In fact, I've watched the first match now. Great. I'm going to watch the other two matches, and uh, I'll talk about it next week. Uh, moving on, you got Triumph. Pro Wrestling. I think this is the first time that we've mentioned Triumph. They make their triumphant return on the 16th of October. Yeah, do you like what I did there? Triumph Pro Wrestling Volume 1, the reboot which is in Chafford 100. Uh, There is a race for the case ladder match. Jack Toreno, CJ Carter, Danny Black, Danny Duggan, Joe Lando and Moss. Good, good match. Uh, Triumph Championship match. Callum Newman versus Ashley Dunn. Maverick Mayhew versus Taylor James. Evan Lee United versus The Lads, which is uh, Chuck Mambo and David Francisco. Uh, Richie versus Alexander Moore. Do
1: you not take UKBW as well? Oh, well,
0: good friends at UKPW, we had uh, so there, UKPW Women's Championship tournament kicked off and Livy Gra- at the press start show, which was this past weekend. Livy Grace and Evie Madden have advanced. Livy Grace defeated Kimmy Akis and Evie Madden defeated Clementine. Aww. Oh. Uh, The UKPW Women's Championship Tournament will continue at Grappler's Tales in Canterbury on the 2nd of October, where Bunny Marlowe will be taking on Kyra Kamara, and Ava White will be facing off with Jade. Also in action, Alexander Roth versus Bullet, and David Francisco versus Simon Miller.
1: Spirit Pro Wrestling have announced five matches for their debut show, The First Act. Alexis Falcon will take on Brady Phillips. Adam Bolt versus H.T. Drake. Natalie Skies versus Chantal Jordan. The Pretty Little Killers, Wicked Tag Team, versus Battle Squad. Um, awesome Alan Kay versus Henry Faust versus Jason Jacobs.
0: That's Battle Squad awesome.
1: My apologies, Battle Squad, Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an independent wrestling tag team name.
1: Uh, Black Country Championship
0: Wrestling, BCCW's first show, Halloween Mayhem, on the 22nd of October in Tipton. That's officially sold out. Congratulations,
1: Black Country Championship Wrestling. They've only announced three matches
0: so far, which is Dan Baloney versus Kian Kelly, the Hunter Brothers versus the Clarkwood Brothers. And a triple vet with Luke Basham, MJ Grayson, and Luke Douglas.
1: Is that Luke Basham as in the Basham brothers? No. Uh, I was going to say. Catch Pro Wrestling, who we love and who have signed on with Powered 4 TV, have announced all eight competitors for their upcoming Enigma series. In block A, you have Tom Felwell, 2-bit, Dynamite Lee and Joe Kayser. And in block B, Joey Haynes. Kevin Lloyd, Keenan Kishner, and Scotty Rock.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a really good tournament. Each uh, each block, uh, people will be facing off against each other round robin style, with the top two facing off in a final. Uh, Should be really, really good. Some great young talent in that.
1: Purpose Wrestling. Yes turned to the Wimbledon art space in a little under three weeks' time with their third show, Under Storm, on the 8th of October. Two matches have been announced so far Doug Williams versus Jordan Breaks and Sunshine Machine versus the 8 7, which is Warren Banks and Roy Wavy Johnson. What a tag team!
0: Indeed. Uh, Jurassic Pro Wrestling, which of course is based in Harwich, Essex, have announced Harwich. Harwich. I thought it was Harwich. Is it Harwich? It's Harwich. Uh, Harwich, Uh, my pronunciation, terrible. Uh, So uh, Jurassic Pro Wrestling in Harwich have announced their first match for the 10th of October debut show, which is the silverback, Colin McRae versus the Nigerian Kaiju, Warren Banks. They've also added the likes of Hustle Malone and Tommy Coyle to the roster that already included Charles Crowley, Clementine, Dexter, C.J. Carter, Forrest Hayes and Evie Madden.
1: Odyssey Pro Wrestling have announced all late competitors for their upcoming championship tournament at Stormy Waters on the 16th of October. It will include 2Bit, Ryan Hunter, Troy Ryan, RPD, Rick Marcus, Sandy Beach, Big Gums Joe and J.J. Webb.
0: Indeed, Prime Wrestling Entertainment are back with their second show on the second of October once again at the Jubilee Club in Newcastle, uh, which will be their second taped show for the Freeview Sport Channel network. So far, scheduled to appear are Shreddy, Chris Ridgway, Liam Slater, Mickey Limerick, Tommy Zane, and Joseph Biggs.
1: Wrestle Experience Scotland are bringing wrestling to Bathgate on the 6th of November. Scheduled to appear are Jack Jester, BT Gunn, Leighton Buzzard, Luke Cairo, Shekel Sham, Angel Hayes and Anastasia.
0: North Wrestling have made several more announcements regarding their second show of the year, Keep Your Distance, which will be on the 23rd of October in Newcastle. Previously announced, Curran Noir will challenge Rory Coil for the North Wrestling Championship. Recently announced is a fatal four way match, which we talked about earlier. Number one contenders match Martin Kirby versus Chris Ridgway versus Robbie X versus Will Cruz. Another lip sync battle held held by Visage, G. Adams versus Tonga, and H.T. Drake versus Liam Slater.
1: And Ignite Pro Wrestling have announced five matches for their new Dawn show on the 24th of October in Boreham Wood. They include Man Like Banks.
0: Man Like Doris.
1: That's what I thought.
0: No, no, versus... it's Warren Banks. Sorry, he, his Twitter handle is Man Like Banks.
1: Ah, this is what threw I me. always
0: get thrown wide out with this on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Warren <laughs> Banks versus Gene Money versus Dexter. Tommy Kyle, who is getting a lot of shows recently, he's got a brilliant um, Top Gun theme to him, versus CJ Carter, Forrest Hayes versus Charles Crowley, Clementine versus Darcy Stone, and Truman Roswell, Truman Roswell being the UFO um, believer, versus Tim Lee. Uh,
0: Pro Wrestling Ambush, Pro Wrestling Ambush returned on the 2nd of October with Trick or Treat Yourself, which will be in Ely or Eli Cambridge, is it Ely Ely or Eli?
1: Cambridge, yeah.
0: Ely Cambridge. Uh, Announced are Ashmore versus Warren Banks, Danny Black versus Spike Jarre, Mike Bird and Damon Mozo versus Sunshine Machine, Laura DiMatteo versus Mercedes-Benz. And before we wrap up this show, is the supply too high and the demand too low affecting British wrestling shows?
1: Oh no! Um, I think if you base your show on 200 fans, which, judging by a lot of the independent shows I've been to, that is definitely a break-even, if not a profit maker. Then, no, I would say it's not.
0: See, one of uh, so, some one of the complaints that have recently come up with uh, uh, some of the British wrestling blogger community that I follow is. Too many names, sorry, too many shows with too many of the same names.
1: Well, I was um, messing about, as you do, on Excel, and I was starting to put together a list of British wrestlers. And just going through the men... Um, And this is without using NXT UK, without using ICW, this is just sort of British independence. I got up to 83 without looking on Twitter, without looking people up. I came up to 83 wrestlers. Now, that's just the men. That's not the women. That's not ICW or WWE. So there's definitely the number of wrestlers out there The thing is, you're going to put out the ones that are the biggest draws because that's how you make business work.
0: This is true. No, no, I I can certainly see your point. I think what the other person was trying to say is, why am I going to spend £50 to get on a train to go watch a show for £30 when I'm probably going to see the same people at another show that might be more local to me for £30 or whatever. And I, this is the point that that person was trying to, get, I guess, get across was the fact that there are a few rosters, certainly, who use the same talent. I, my personal opinion is I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I would just like to see these promotions work together for consistent booking of these people Such as if one's a heel And one promotion He shouldn't be a face In another promotion I think that affects The way we see Bruce wrestling. And I think it would be better If we could join Big one
1: I have an answer to that Or at least a point to take uh, How over was Becky Lynch When you went to the WWE show so over the fans choose who they chant for
0: it's true my cons- my fault more is the consistency in the character you know being face or heel you know what one minute he's acting like a good guy in progress and the next minute he's acting like some heel douchebag in another promotion and you're just like oh, wait what <laughs> I think just consistency I think cons- the help should cons- consistency should be there and you can even have storylines if promotions let's face it if there's about five promotions all around that ethics area they're using pretty much all the similar talent you know why aren't they working together
1: because they are their
0: own competition yeah yeah <laughs> Indeed. With that said, I think we'll leave it there. It's been an extremely long show. We thank you for bearing with us all the way through. That's if you did. And we have been two guys drinking tea, talking about grown adults, wrestling ties. We hope you've had a great day and we hope you had a great night. And remember, folks don't feed the trolls.